0: Hello, peaceful profits nation Chanel here with an exciting client spotlight episode for you today Today we're talking to our client. Sue Choi. Sue has 22 years experience working with clients through somatic movement and body work Online. She specializes in training mature women to organize their posture and walking through their sensory system So they can feel calm and powerful in their mind and bodies when they need it most. Sue. Welcome Hello Hi. We are glad to have you here today. Your work sounds so interesting. And the first place that I'd love to start is to if you could tell us a little bit more about what somatic movement and body work is for people who aren't
1: familiar. Sure. Somatic movement is really moving to feel, not moving to do. So you're really paying attention to um, how you're feeling as you move. A lot of it tends to be slower, but there's this feedback loop of your perception of what's going on and you develop a uh, greater discrimination in what you're sensing in your body.
0: Okay. That's interesting. And is that what body work is also, or is that portion oh, no, of it? Body
1: different? work is I have I also do hands-on work on people. So myofascial stuff, uh, craniosacral, visceral manipulation. So those trainings have kind of informed how I understand a body in movement and Patterns that get stuck in the body, they kind of the movement teaches the body work, and the body work teaches the movement. And
0: okay, that's so interesting. Now, I really love this idea of moving to feel because so often we just move through our day without even being really aware of our body. When people come to you, are most of them in that state where they're not really familiar with with their body, where they're tuning it out? Or do people generally have some kind of idea of, of somatic movement of, you know, they have a background in it?
1: Yeah, typically people have some sort of background in it. They um, have kind of looked into different modalities. Some of them are actually certified and trained in, in certain modalities. Um, they've researched trauma, um, but they're looking for solutions. They know that the body has to be a piece of it. And, um, so they, they find me typically after having looked at a bunch of different stuff, because some of the language can be, um, unfamiliar. Um, some of the concepts can kind of seem strange unless you've had the experience in your body. That's kind of why it was tricky to write a book because, um, you really need to experience Experience it. So the book includes six videos um, that you actually have to go through and try out to get a sense of what I'm talking about. I mean, you could read through it and still get something out of it. But really, it hits home when you feel this profound change in your body.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's interesting that you included videos in your book. We'll be sure to talk about that when we when we get into the book a little bit later. Now, what leads people in general then to somatic movement? What kind of issues are they having and looking to resolve?
1: Um, might be anxiety, trauma, um, maybe maybe just body pain, uh, chronic issues that they've tried to address from many different levels uh um yeah yeah a lot of people have done yoga meditation tai chi feldenkrais
0: Okay. Wonderful. So you mentioned that you have done this as an in-person practitioner, and then you switched to online. So talk to us a little bit about the transition going from an in-person business to an online business and some of the challenges you faced in that transition.
1: Sure. Um, I'm still I still see people in person and I started to do the online work uh during covid it was an opportunity because I had the time because we weren't allowed to see people um to start exploring that I don't think I think it would have been really hard to to have a regular schedule and also do it because there's so much of a learning curve. I mean, I'm talking basic learning curve. Like I'm not really on Facebook. I had a business page, and you know, I had to. I was really starting from scratch. I'm very, very um, new to all of that. So that was uh, that was a huge learning curve. Uh, I think the Facebook ads were the biggest uh, thorn in my my foot. As definitely something I didn't want to learn, but um, having learned it and feel feel really comfortable with it now. It's it's a great asset and, and, you know, I don't want to be tied to that. So I really down the road am looking to make sure I understand dif- different forms of ad rep uh, ad as well, like Google ads, YouTube ads. But, you know, right now I'm still focused on the Facebook ad funnel. Yeah. Which has done well for you. We will dive into that in a little bit also. So I was I built a, a high ticket course and uh, that, you know, Of course, like most people, they're just like, okay, it's built. There you go. Um, And I did, and then I had to dive into understanding, you know, how you connect with people online, and not, and that was a process. It wasn't how you sell to people online. It really is how you connect with them online, so that they can trust you, just in terms of what you're offering, but also that they that you understand what they need, and that that's a huge process that's a very very difficult process that um you know it's uh, i'm i'm really happy to have found mark uh, mike's work i followed him for a long time and um i really appreciate it especially getting into the course how much thought he put into it it's very thoughtfully designed to um build the business and to be intentional in how yeah. you build it and not just just to slap it together and get the sales and scale and you know it's is it is a very different approach and as i go through it and as i um see how it builds up i really really appreciate the the depth of it
0: yeah well thank you i think that that all of us here on the other side who can see peaceful profits have seen that as well that there is that that depth to the program now yeah. Tell us a little more about your method. You said you connect with people online and you had to learn to do that. What has that looked like for you, that connection?
1: Oh, you know, what was really, um, well, I started out with a, like a really small teaser uh, offer, which I I got a good uh, email list from that, but I had a hard time converting because there's not enough context for it because it's an, an unusual approach. So I couldn't just call it yoga or something because that's not right. what it is. And then I tried a different way. I tried with the free lead magnet, nurturing them there. So, you know, trying to get a lot of people and the nurturing and that just didn't work. Um, just not a great audience for me. Um, and then when I saw Mike's ad for the book funnel, you know, I've had people ask me, you know, can I read something more about it? And I give them a list of like 10 books, but it's, cause that's where I draw from like a bunch of stuff, not just one thing. And, I tried a few times to write and I just got so lost in it. And so I really was resistant to actually doing a book. I liked the idea. I wasn't sure if it would work for me. So I came into Peaceful Profits, and I tried to run with um, a different smaller course offering, um, but that wasn't working. And then uh, at some point I realized I needed to surrender, just really put my nose to the grindstone and write the book. And then as I did that and started to get people in, I um, I realized that I could take this away and I could take this away and how much it simplified. Just in a concrete way, I could see it. I could, oh, I don't have to put someone through this. I don't have to, because they have that context there. So yeah. it built a great context for them to learn um, as much as they want without having to reach out to me so that they can really kind of soak in the material, get a lot of benefit. Um, and even if they never work for me with me, they they still get a lot of benefit just from the book and the videos. so i I feel really uh happy that so many people have gotten and the feedback is really positive. um and and yeah, so that was that's i i'm I'm just really happy that I have that asset. um it's given me a lot of flexibility and thinking, you know, a lot of, focused way of messaging and communicating and having that uh, common ground to speak from, you know, I could say, look in chapter four, you know, yeah. that. in chapter six, it's really nice. Definitely.
0: I love also that you put videos in your book, because I think that so often we get limited, we think, okay, I'm writing a book, so it needs to be exactly this way. And yet yeah. you added this creative element of, putting videos in because you knew it was what your clients needed. Was that scary to take that leap?
1: Oh, no, no. I had, you know, I had, I have programs and so they're all video and, you know, you really to teach movement, you kind of need video. There's just, you can't read it and then get it right. You need to see it. Um, So that was, it's, it's more of the book supported the videos rather than I put in the videos, you know, to support the book.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I love how you, that you have that combination of yeah. both of them to really teach and give people an experience as they go through your book. Yeah. Now I want to circle back to one thing that you said, you said that when you were getting started on your business, you realized when you were getting started online, you realized it didn't make sense to sell low ticket. What mm-hmm. was the process that allowed you to know that? What numbers did you run? I'm asking because mm-hmm. I think a lot of listeners, A lot of people, when they're getting started in their business, overlook this step. I hear it all the time. You know, oh, I'm just going to go sell this really low price thing without thinking about the cost to acquire. So I'd love to hear what math you did, what process you used.
1: You know, I don't know. I think I just did kind of like a a quick little spreadsheet and try to figure out. Like, um, I think I, I looked at you know looked it up average cost to acquire. I I don't know the numbers. I, it, it was a while ago. So the numbers just didn't seem to make sense. Because going online, I, I, I had no interest in recreating my in person business online, it didn't make sense, because then I would have just two jobs and a lot of extra tech on top of it. So yeah. my, my goal was to have a different sort of business where I could have a broader reach. Very cool. And then
0: currently, you mentioned that you help people through a membership program. How do you help people in your business? What does it look like?
1: Yeah, so there's um, a program that they have to go through first uh, to to get the initial training, because there are a lot of terms I use, there's a lot of uh, detail in the technique. Um, So they go through that. And then afterwards, they continue with the ongoing membership if they choose to. And so those are live classes, basically live group coaching classes. Um, Some are practices in stillness and some are practices in movement and some are uh, integration classes. And then I also have office hours for, um, you know, some of my products. Okay.
0: And your niche is mature women. Did that niche find you
1: or did you choose that niche? How did you choose that? How did you get to that? You know, I I started to kind of look for that niche in my in-person business because I found that the... It's like you have to have a certain level of experience in your life and in your body, and you know, kind of working with your body. And I mean, at least I know for me, like when I was in my thirties and just uh, doing yoga, I, I had a very different perspective. So now I'm in my fifties, and I just, I just think you know, when you live life and you get to a certain age, it, you know, it, when you're in your twenties, you're just you're still running on hormones, you're gathering life information, and you want experiences, then you start to get to your 30s, then you start to feel a little bit of a shift. But then you start to get into middle life, you've lived an adult life, you know, you have a job and, you know, you you have a certain, let's say, uh, history. And now you can kind of reflect differently. And you may even have kids and the kids may be older. If you're in the midst of having little kids, it may be even hard to, to really reflect in, in a certain way. I don't have kids. And so um I just I don't know. I started realizing that the clients who who got more of the whole scope of what I could offer them had that you know profile. And so I I started to, you know, when I went online, I'm like, oh great, I could really be specific about the profile. And I've, you know. Actually, the people who have come to my program—that some are a lot older than I would ever have anticipated—so hmm. I'm experimenting right now with uh, with a couple of my uh, program members teaching uh, a longevity.
0: Oh, wonderful!
1: Course, and so they're going to um, teach what they learned from me, and you know I'm going to be participating as well. But I'm I'm looking to kind of develop that and extend that because there are a lot of women out there who are of a certain age and still vital but if they go to like a, just a regular yoga class that's flow and just a little bit too, it's just not for them. And then the other extreme is chair yoga. And they're just like, you know, moving their arms in space. It's, you know, it's not, yeah. they're they, they are still vital. They're still active, but they, uh, they, they want something that's a little bit working from a different perspective.
0: I love that. I definitely see that in the in the need for that in that yeah. space where yeah. there is you know very something for the very elderly like you said a chair yoga or or mm-hmm. just movement very very basic movement and then you've got it for the young people. So I love that you are filling this need in this niche. Now, let's talk about your book. We've we've talked a little bit about it. What is it called? First of all, what's the name of your
1: book? The title is When Things Stick, Untangling Your Body from Old Patterns.
0: Oh, okay. I love that title. So recently you had a win with your book. I'd love to hear about that.
1: Yeah, I hit uh, a 1,000 books. Um, I'm now at 1,700 books that I've sold uh, online. I have a wait list for my Amazon uh, version. And so I'm kind of um, putting that together. I didn't realize how much the publishing costs were though on Amazon. Yeah. That's wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. We, we keep learning as we go. So 1700 books sold. Congratulations yeah. Yeah, on that. You. That's amazing. What has been the secret to your success?
1: So, you know, one of the things that changed a lot for me, cause I was, uh, again, frustrated with my ads. I just felt like they weren't turning over the way they should. If an algorithm is working, Um, so I I said, you know, I'm just not, I'm not going to do any sales copy. I'm going to put an excerpt of my book. And at that point I didn't even have the cover yet. So I kind of mocked up a cover and it was a horrible cover, but whatever it was, (laughs) it was a cover. Yeah. And, and I posted and I said, pre, uh, pre-order and I had a buy button from PayPal and I just had that and people started buying. Wow. So that was, that felt really good. I'm like, okay, I am on the right track. And then I uh, found uh, a book cover because I was trying to find an artist and it was hard to convey in words, you know, what I wanted. And so I just started to look at pre-made covers and I, I bought a premium one, you know, not just a, a cheap one, but I bought a premium one and I actually changed my title to fit the image. And people like, you know, I mean, judge a book by its cover. It went a digital book. People do that. I mean, yeah. it's, it definitely... Um, resonated with the cover and, and the the words together. So basically my ad was the creative was a cover and the copy was, you know, an excerpt from the book.
0: Okay. That is really cool because people are just getting a very, you know, a preview of what they're going to get and know that they also, they resonate with the cover. They resonate with the words and then read that little
1: bit and know they want more. So that's a really cool
0: way to do it.
1: Yeah. And I have to say that uh, I, I really thank Tina for helping me because she, you know, she worked hard with me on the intro, getting it down. And um, I think the way she she asked me to do this piece that I put in as the excerpt was really, uh, I think that was the winning piece.
0: Yeah. Oh, Tina is the best. She does our books here <laughs> and helps with books at Peaceful Profits. She is amazing. So I'm glad she was able She's to help very me with that. She's persistent
1: with me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> That's all like, so oh my good. God, are you kidding? I got to write it over again. Yeah. yeah. But at this point on the other side, you're glad oh, you yeah, did on the other side for sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes. Okay. So having all these book sales in your business, what has that done for your business?
1: Um. So at this point I'm making a profit from selling my books, um, which is, which is great because before uh, when I was doing Facebook ads, I was spending money. And I think um, uh, Trish was, coaching me. And she's like, yeah, you know, you might want to stop that. <laughs> because I was like, I got to get some information, you know, I got to yeah. get some information to help me to guide me. So I was using it to get information. But she said, why don't you just calm down at that? Just finish your book. <laughs> so um, I did that. And uh, when I got my Facebook ads working well, and did the server API piece, because that was a piece that was missing. Um, then it started to work the way I would think an algorithm that is doing its job would work. Things are clicking over. the The bumps are working, um, and so the ads are. Initially, they paid for themselves, but now I'm I'm in a profit. And uh, it, it's wow, what a relief! Yeah, yeah it's work, You know, watching that money go to Facebook every every whatever um, was really it's it was really frustrating. You know, yeah. and so now I feel like you know, I'm, I'm collecting, I'm growing my email list um, and I don't have to pay for it. That's yeah. Like, I'm reaching more people. I can talk to more people. I can find out what they need and get a better uh, idea of what I can offer, how I can improve my offer by uh, having a, a bigger audience, basically.
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, you're living the dream right there. That is the goal, right? To have this front end offer that pays for itself that you're bringing in clients into your business at a profit. So congratulations on, on all of that. That's so exciting. Thank Thank you. So I would love to hear from you because I'm sure as listeners hear your story, they would love this too, you know, to be able to have this book funnel working in their business. What is the number one piece of advice that you would share with others who, who would like to be where you are? Mm. Um,
1: you know, uh, I think, um, you know there's there's a point where you're always gonna be you don't know, you know, you you just have to keep putting things out there, and it feels kind of like I, I don't know, it just it feels unsystematic. um, so i i I would say just build up as much of a system as possible mm. even if it's not right if you build up something that feels like you can plant some markers and then you adjust it but if you don't have any expectations and you just you know put things out and say I want to sail it's it's the path isn't narrow enough it, you don't get enough learning from what you do so if you can look for everything that you're trying, Um, like put a hypothesis forth and then try it. And if it didn't work, then maybe that proves it wrong. But maybe you could try another time. But you you have to keep learning from the things that you try rather than just try a bunch of stuff just to try it, you know?
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Because it's easy to get caught up in that trap of just throwing something to the wall and seeing what sticks, right? As opposed to this, what I hear you saying is, testing different things and building up okay which component works how is this going to work in this system that i've already built and testing which leads to just testing one thing at a time not yeah and having attention
1: for what you're testing yes you know like you know i'm going to test this um personal photo of me full body versus personal photo of me uh you know more like face right like, like know what you're testing. Basically, I guess I'm
0: saying. Yeah, that's so good. Thank you for that, Sue. Now I would love for listeners to find out where they can find more about you and what you're up to.
1: Oh, sure. Coherentbody.com. Okay. Coherentbody.com. Yeah. You can uh, access, you'll find my book, a link to purchase a book. You'll find an excerpt of the book on that page, and then you'll learn more about me. Mm
0: Perfect. Okay. Go and check that out. And then for all of you listeners, if you are interested in adding a book funnel in your business, like Sue has talked about today, you can book a call with our team by going to peacefulprofits.com forward slash call. Thank you, Sue, first of all, for being here. Everyone, thank you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.